Hallelujah. I can see. No, they can see. I still can't see them, but they can see me, but that's okay. But hallelujah. Hey, I'm glad everybody's tuned in tonight. Uh, listen, we're still going to do a live worship, and I've got a word from the Lord for you tonight. Um, just want to bring a couple things up to you. For those that have been watching uh, before on the uh, Facebook Live, what, what I want you to do is to take a moment right now and share this video onto your page. In your personal page because what happens is 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 if you don't share it people don't like our page they don't know that we're doing anything so go ahead and uh, share this on pages on your personal page let people get it I'm gonna give you a moment to do that and uh, hallelujah we're gonna have a good time tonight 
We may go a little bit longer because I don't have to worry about what time I dismiss people inside the room because uh, it's really just us here with our media people and one of our prayer warriors. Hallelujah. Jesus, the great evangelist up there. I'm not going to say any more, so I don't want to get you in trouble. But uh, anyways, so share that out. Uh, also, you should have seen the uh, Right Now Media email come across. Uh, if, you're, if you attend our church, you will see that. If not, send me an email, and uh, I'll make sure we get you in there. Uh, also, don't forget that uh, just because we're all hiding out at home and we're, we're trying to take care of ourselves at home, that uh, if, if you're still being paid electronically, we give electronically, right? So let's don't forget about those things. And uh, if not, just keep your money in your house until you can get over here one day and you can bring your, your tithes and offerings to the storehouse. So we want to make sure we do that uh, to keep being obedient to the Lord and to follow his word as well. Uh, I have heard that uh, some of the people, we prayed for someone the other day and they were having a lot of lung issues and all, and now their lungs are doing a lot better. Praise God. I know they, I was talking to them today. They're super excited. We're going to continue to pray. We're going to continue to have service. We're going to continue to worship. We're going to do what we do until they tell us we can do other things. Hallelujah. So uh, I'm going to pray, and then let's do some worship. Amen. Can we do that? Everybody should have already uh, done that, so shared that page. So, Father, we are so gracious and humbled by your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you're in this place. We thank you, Lord, that you are in the homes scattered around the world that are watching right now. I thank you, Lord, that you are still in control, even in the, what seems to be out of control and chaos, you are still in control. And Lord, we have come here tonight to lift up your name on high. We have come here tonight to praise the name of Jesus. We have come here tonight to declare and decree a thing. We come here tonight to declare right now health over our nation in the name of Jesus. I curse this virus and I command it to die right now. Lord, this city, our parish right now, I command this virus to die right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that you would just give us wisdom to lead during this time. The, patterns, the, the pastors that are scattered around, Lord, give them wisdom to lead. And Lord, give us all wisdom as we go about our day and protect us. But Lord, right now, I pray that you would receive this worship. Come on, anybody ready to worship? Now listen, you may have to stand up in your house tonight because uh, I'm standing up behind the keyboard, and that's never a good thing. For those that know, y'all hush. So I'm going to get my ears on and get ready. Anybody ready to worship? Come on, do some liking on the page. Listen, if you're having problems with Facebook, go over to the church website, newlifeag.church. You have three different options there, newlifeag.church. Uh, just so you know, we had 154 people watching in one place, 72 in another place, 25 in one place, 15 there. And we had a lot of people watching our Sunday stream. So if you have issues getting on, go to the church page. There's three options for you to watch because we don't want you to miss it. Amen. Come on, let's get ready. a hallelujah tonight. Listen, just because you at home don't mean you can't get loud. Come on.
Listen, I don't need you here to lose my voice worshiping Jesus. I'm just telling you that right now. Woo! Hallelujah. Guys, we have got to stop letting fear just run us and control us. I love verse 2 in there. I raise a hallelujah. Fear, you lost your hold on me. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. There's no weapon formed that shall prosper. Jesus. Woo!
second guys we just got a, a text message from somebody and I want to pray for him real quick before we move to the next song there's somebody that's watching here tonight that you're worried about finances and how you're going to support your family because of a quarantine situation but the Lord is telling one of our intercessors right now that you don't need to worry about this because he is in control don't fear right now I want you to give this burden to the Lord and trust him and believe in faith and tell him to not give up so if that's you tonight, I just want you to raise your hand and we're going to pray for you right now. I speak life into your situation right now. You may think you're quarantined from the world and it's cutting off all your supplies, but right now through the spirit, I release supply to you. I release encouragement into your house right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I release it right now. Everything shall be taken care of in the name of Jesus. Just take that burden and lay it down right now. 
Lay it down to the Lord right now and just give it to Him. Give it to Him right now. You're going to see a victory. You're going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. You're going to see a victory. You're going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to your Lord.
open up your hearts right now. Right there in your home, wherever you're at. Open up your hearts right now. In your home, I just want you to, to just raise, lay your hands down like this and say, Lord, I want you to pour out tonight in my house. Release your spirit in my home tonight, God. Release your spirit into my home right now. God, we need you. We need you, Lord. Release it into them. Release that encouraging wind right now into the homes that are scattered all around. Let it rain. Let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it upon us, God. Pour out upon us. Let that fire consume every part of us tonight. Pour out upon us, oh God. Release the fire. Just like you did on the day of Pentecost, release fire into our homes again as we're gathered together across the world right now. But let this fire be just like it was in the day of of the early church. It was a fire that consumed them. It was a fire that transformed them. But it, most of all, it was a fire that equipped them, empowered them to go out and preach the gospel. It was the fire that released them into the world outside, from behind the doors into the forefront of the world. And it changed the world forever. The power of the Holy Spirit. Father, release it right now. Release it right now in Jesus' mighty name. Release it right now, God. Mm. Release it right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on, tell him thank you when you're in your homes right now. Tell him thank you tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell him thank you. Ooh, Jesus. I'm going to try to move my way up here tonight. You know how hard it is for me to stay on this platform? For those that are not used to watching me preach, I, I generally preach from the floor and I'm all over the place. And I figured it would be just easier for my media guys tonight that if I just stay in one place. I'm, I'm doing okay, I think. I just don't know where my boundaries are. Where's my boundaries, Micah? About right here? Okay. All right. I'll make sure I stay in that area, I think. You know how hard it is to stop worship after that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Guys, I got this poster that I, I created. I, I read this thing the other day online, and it has been challenging me and challenging me and challenging me. And as much as I really want to preach 
what I have on my notes right here, but I'm going to tell you about that in a little while. I think I need to address this first. Uh, go ahead and, and put that slide up there and make it big where they can see it on their screen. They don't need to see me right now. They, they can hear my mouth plenty big. This is what it said, and I created this picture. It said, I asked a homeless person tonight if they were being blessed by all the online church services. He said, huh? And then I put a scripture on the bottom, Matthew 25, 40. It says, the king will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. And this thing has been resonating inside of me and has been stirring and it has been driving me. And I love the online church. I, I love the fact that the church is being able to use technology. But I'm, I'm sorry, I've got to bring some things to the light tonight. And, and this right here, I think, is going to be a great way to do it. If you want to, to start with this, you can put my picture back in there now and just leave that on the side if you want to. Uh, make me big, small, they don't care. Either way, they can hear me. But I asked a homeless person tonight if they were being blessed by all the online church services. You know, guys, I, I look at what's going on in the world today with the virus and, and with the quarantines and with all of these different things, and I look at the church and I see that the church is running in fear. I'm not judging anybody that has had to close their building for one reason or another. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be judgmental because if you understood, I have been attacked by still having a live service. I have been attacked because I want to have a live service. I've, I've even been called words I had to look up before and I didn't even know what they were. They were up here. I'm not as educated, I guess. But what I see is this. We have hid in our homes to the point that we have left the homeless and the hungry to fend for themselves. And that can't be. It cannot be. I I'm telling you, listen to my heart tonight. There, there is very few people in this room tonight other than the sound and the worship team with my wife and one other person because we're following what the government is telling us to do. We are doing what they tell us to do. We are trying our best. But the question I have for you tonight is, is who is ministering to the homeless and the hungry when you're hiding in your house, child of God? Who's ministering to the lost soul that's dying out there and is committing suicide because they have no money, they have nothing they can do, they have no hope, they have nothing to look forward to tomorrow but another quarantine and a check they won't get because they've been laid off. Who is out there ministering to that person tonight while you're comfortable behind your TV or your, your phone in your air condition with 500 rolls of toilet paper? Who is ministering to the lost when we're all hiding in fear? Oh, well, brother, it's wisdom. Yeah, I understand wisdom, but I'm telling you there's wisdom and there's fear, and most of us are hiding in fear right now, and it's got to stop. There is a world dying on the outside of this building right here. To the point that, that a minister, I, I told him that we keep our doors open right now in case somebody came through those doors and said, I need to know Jesus Christ tonight. And their comment to me was, is, well, what if they were infected and you got infected and it infected your whole church? This is a pastor saying this. Think about that statement for a moment. 
We are arguing more about the protection of our people in the church than those that are dying out there going to hell. How many people died today of this virus and don't know Jesus? How many people did we, the church, allow to slip into eternity without ever telling them about Jesus because we're afraid sitting at home? I've got to protect my family. Uh, you know, I made that comment to my wife today that, that if I felt the Lord wanted me to go out, which I haven't, and begin to just pray for everybody out there, I would quarantine myself away from my family as wisdom. I would do the things I need to do to fulfill the call of God on my life. But here's the thing. I understand wisdom, but I will not bow down to fear. I will continue to preach the gospel. I asked a homeless person tonight if they were being blessed by all the online church services, and they said, huh, how are they being ministered to right now? The bus ministries have stopped. Why? Because our churches can't run bus. Those people that don't have internet are not hearing the gospel. Why? Because you're hiding at home, not trying to, to reach them. Think about it. I'm not telling you to go out and minister to all these people and be crazy. When I'm, when I'm sensing the frustration from the Lord tonight is this. We are arguing more about how to protect ourselves than how we're going to protect our communities. And I believe the church has a responsibility in its community. We are a beacon and a place of hope in our community. And when we shut off our light and when we lock our doors, there's no more hope and there's no more light in that community. If a lighthouse goes out, ships wreck in the midst of the storm. And I believe there's a storm going on right now and churches are willingly turning off their lights. And we can't have it anymore. We've got to stop this. This is an opportunity for one of the greatest harvests we've seen in a long time. Listen, I go out on the, every day I go out and I hand out cards and, and I'm trying to tell people about Jesus. Hey, listen, if you don't have no hope, let me tell you about Jesus. Tune into a service. But let me tell you something. I wash my hands when I walk into a building. The first thing I do when I get home is I scrub my hands before I touch anything else. I wash my hands multiple times a day. I, I practice social distancing as I pull out a card and I hand it to them. I'm doing all of the things I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm still able to bring hope to a hopeless world. Hope to a hopeless world. Guys, the conversation has to change. The conversation has to change from the point where how are we, the church, going to continue to have services to how are we, the church, in this time where they're trying to close our doors, how are we going to minister to the world? When's the last time you heard that conversation on Facebook? Instead of beating up on churches that are trying to have services, I don't understand why so many people got infected at that one, that one church up there. And you know what? That's between them and the Lord. I'm not judging them. I'm not trying to, to do any of that. But we need to change the conversation from hiding for so-called wisdom to during this time, how are we going to minister to the lost? How are we going to minister to those in need? And if we're not willing to do that, shut your doors. Close up shop and, and pass the keys to somebody willing to use the building. Please, pass the doors. Pastor, if you're not willing to go do that, please pass it to somebody who will. Pass it to somebody who will. Because we've got to stop this fear mongering and, and all that we're doing and change the conversation to try to find out how we're going to reach a lost world, guys. I'm not trying to condemn anybody. You understand my heart. I'm not condemning. I'm trying to bring light to something. Because we've all got caught in this thing. We're all getting caught in it, and I refuse to get caught in it.
I went to somebody's house today that, that they're very sick right now. I don't believe it's from the virus. And guess what I did? I put the stuff on the porch for them, and I stood 10 feet away and had conversation with them and ministered to them and everything else and reminded them, wipe everything down before you bring it into the house. Wipe it all down just to make sure you're safe. Why? Because this person is sick, and if the virus got to them, I know it would do damage because of the person and, and the, way they, the way they are medically. We've got to change the conversation, and that's what I want to bring to you, was, was the, the conversation has to change to who's helping that person right now. That person. Who's helping them? Who's helping them? I believe we've got so comfortable in our churches that now that we're kicked out of our churches, we don't even know how to be the church anymore. Oh, well, we're going all online. I love the online community. Trust me, we've got hundreds of people that are tuning in and watching, and I think it's amazing the technology that's out there, and most of it's free if you know how to access it. But that doesn't help that person sitting on the stool right there. And that's where we've got to get is how we're going to help that person right there on that screen. How are we going to minister to them? Because just like you and me, somebody presented Jesus to us one day. Nobody's presenting Jesus to that man right now. I know there's ministries that are still doing it. Again, I'm just really being generalized on, on some of those things because I just, that's what I'm, I'm sensing in my heart tonight. That's what I, I feel from the Lord. We've got to change the conversation. Change the conversation from arguing about closing churches to how's the minister, how are we going to continue to minister? How are we going to continue to minister? All right, I'm going to get off of that for you. Turn to Psalms 23. I'm going to try to transition out of that. I just, that was something I've been battling with now for days, and most of the night last night, I was up tossing and turning. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to preach that. Right now, I want to preach comfort. I want to preach encouragement. I want to preach the good stuff. But if you can tell, I'm sweating like crazy up here tonight. And I've just been feeling that burn inside of me the entire time. And I was just like, God, I've got I've to release that fire tonight. I've got to release it. I've got to release it. So I want you to turn over to Psalms 23 tonight. I want to look at something. I'm in the King James if you guys decide to put it up there. But most of us know this, this, uh, this chapter here. Whew. Most of us know this chapter. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I just want to stop right there. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of the righteousness for his name's sake. Keep your thumb on that and flip back to John chapter 10. John chapter 10, verse 7. I'll give you a moment to flip there. I don't know if our guys can find it that quick or not. I really didn't tell them about this tonight, so I'm sorry, guys. I'll do, try to do better to get that in there for you. Look at this. John chapter 10, verse 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. <laughs> Look at this. All that ever come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. But the thief come not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they might have a life and that they might have life more abundantly. 
I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Look at that. I am the good shepherd. And if we look back into Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He make me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. I just want to bring a couple things out to you quickly tonight. The sheep know his voice. What voice are you listening to tonight? There's multiple voices out there. There's voices of friends. Job knew all about them. There's voices of leaders that supposedly know truth. Some that do know truth, some that don't. There are voices of the world trying to tell you what is good, what is bad, trying to help you have a moral compass, which I think is so interesting, the world trying to tell us what's good and bad. When the Lord told us what is good and bad many years ago when he gave us the Ten Commandments. But most of all, there's the voice of our Lord, my shepherd. Sheep know his voice and follow. Right now in this season more than ever, you need to spend time with your Lord, Jesus Christ, and learn that voice more than ever before. Because of this, listen to me, because of this, there's so many voices going on. Which voice are you following? Well, I'm following this voice. Well, is that wisdom's voice or the Lord's voice? Hmm. Which voice are you following? Because if you're not careful, you're going to follow the wrong voice and you're going to find yourself in a place where you're going to turn around and try to find out where was I at. Here again, here's how you can know if you're following the right voice or not. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Is your life, does your life have peace right now? Does your life have peace? Is your home have peace? Well, no, I've got 10 crazy children running around. That's not the type of peace I'm talking about. Is your heart troubled? Or are you constantly worrying and fretting about everything and eh, losing sleep? That's not peace. When you follow the voice of the Lord, he has you to what? Lie down beside the still waters. Lie down in the green pastures that are nice and cool. Relax. And there's safety in that voice. But the very last one there, if you look at it, our souls would be restored. Look at that. We can only rest when we listen to the true voice and allow Jesus the door to bring us to the green pasture, the still waters, and then there's peace. But our souls would be restored. Is there turmoil in your life right now? And I'm not talking about quarantine. You can be at perfect peace and still have things going on around you. If you study the life of the writer of Psalms 23, King David. In this part of his life, at one point his son was trying to kill him. At another point, the king was trying to kill him. He had all the highs, he had all the lows, he had all the things. The good, the bad, he had all of them. But he was still able to pin the fact that the Lord is my shepherd because he knew how to listen to God. And he understood that when he followed the voice, even when people were trying to kill him and everything looked impossible, he knew how to lie down in the green pasture. He knew how to have peace. Even when it looked like everything was going to kill him, everything was going to go bad. 
Psalm 23.3, he restores my soul. He lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. What path are you on right now? In this time, you need to make sure that you're following the voice of Jesus Christ. You need to follow the one voice of the Lord. And here's how you can know you're doing this. Number one, you have to be a child of God. You have to be saved. If, if you've never given your heart to Jesus, confess that you're a sinner. Confess that he went to a cross. He died and he rose again, and now he has went to heaven and he sits at the right hand of the Father. If you've never confessed those things that I need you, I need you to forgive me, be my Lord and my Savior, you're definitely not a child of God. So renewing that daily, reminding yourself, confessing it over yourself that I am a child of God. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my wrongs. That's where it starts. But then it is, Lord, help me to be on the right path. Help me to be on the right path. Because if I'm not on the right path, there's going to be turmoil in my house. There's going to be turmoil in my house. So tonight I want to pray for us. I want to pray for you that there would not be turmoil in your homes, that there would be perfect peace from the master, from Jesus Christ, from the prince of peace, that you would be able to lie down tonight, even in the midst of everything that looks like it's falling apart. Because if you spend time looking at the media, and uh, it's rotting your brain. I, I said that the other day, but it's true. If you keep reading all these reports, it is just going to continue to rot your brain. Why don't we spend as much time reading the word of God as we're doing reading articles online and can i tell you this that that most of what we think is true on facebook is still fake news so just just listen to me there so let me pray for us tonight father i thank you for your word i thank you for your spirit i thank you god that you are here with us tonight and you are even in our homes but lord tonight we need to know the prince of peace we need to know the shepherd my lord there are those scattered around that don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, but they, they say they walk a life that's glorifying to him, even though they're living in sin. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would convict them right now of the wrongs in their life, convict them of the things in their life that are displeasing to you, and bring them to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray for their souls right now, and I pray that they would have someone come to them that would be able to lead them and help them to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Right now, Lord, I speak peace over the, the homes of the believers tonight, and I pray a clarity. As, as the clouds seem to be getting thicker and thicker, and we're not able to see the, the rays of the light anymore, I pray that, that your voice would be louder and louder, and it would penetrate through so that we could hear your voice even in times of trouble. We would see that light. We would see that light that would be just so bright that would lead us back to your pasture as we have maybe swayed one way or the other. Lord, I continue to speak healing into the lives of the believers, God. These are your children, and I continue to speak healing into their lives right now in the name of Jesus. I release it right now. Good Father, take care of your children. Lord, I speak supply as well. You're the God that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And Lord, right now, some of us need you to sell a few cows so you could release some things into our life that we have need of. Thank you for supplying our needs. Thank you for being our God. And thank you for being the door 
that leads us to eternal life and to peace. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hey, guys, listen, email me. Let me know what's going on in your life. Go to the website, newlifeag.church, right there. Send me a message on Facebook. Let me know what God's doing in your life. Connect with us so that we can know who you are. Because I know some of you don't attend our church. But you know what? If you see me in town, my name is Richard. Come say hi. I'd love to connect with you. I want to encourage you during this time. I want to encourage you during this time. God is still in control. Still in control. Spend your day loving and worshiping him. And turn off all of the, the craziness. Amen. I love you. We're going to be back on here uh, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We're going to still have another live worship set. Uh, we're, st we're still trying to, as, as the government has requested, you know, stay at home. Watch the services online, but continue to pray for each other. When you see a believer, pray for them. Hey, you know, I believe in distance. You can pray at six feet if you have to. Amen. I know how hard it is for us Pentecostals to not give hugs and handshakes and all that. But continue to love on each other. And can continue to follow the voice of God so that you may encourage someone who doesn't know. And I thank you for watching with us tonight. Share this video as you go. And I love you in the Lord. Amen.